0: quick uh all right everyone welcome to another episode of the moose lounge it is that time again where nothing else matters but uh the conversations we are having and the bourbon is in our glasses but with uh, the guests that we have this evening <clears throat> out of respect for them we're not drinking bourbon uh i believe that the, the two ladies tonight don't drink so out of respect for them <laughs> we're, we're gonna be sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can
1: drink so, some coffee
0: drink some coffee well, I got uh, water. it's just yeah, water. good for me right now <laughs> I'll go home go to bed <laughs> so uh our guest this evening is Maggie and Allison from the Copy and Cases podcast how are you two doing this evening
2: uh we are doing great yeah we're on well I'm on fall break so oh, Nice. We're <laughs>
0: Nice. Well, uh, first off, I just want to go ahead and congratulate you all on your big milestone of 100 episodes. That's awesome.
1: Thank Thank you. you.
0: And uh, since you're new to the show, I'm going to let you all take take turns and go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience.
1: Maggie, you want to go first or do you want me to? You can go. Okay. Uh, My name is Allison Williams. I am a Kentuckian through and through, born and raised here. Um, and I am a high school teacher, English, but don't feel like you have to use correct grammar. And of course, a true crime podcaster, which is now our new obsession. So
2: yeah, there we go.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
2: And I am Maggie and I'm a seventh grade language arts teacher. So you know, my world is crazy, but that's okay. Um, and I can get all of your bourbon references. My husband loves bourbon, and I actually worked um for a hot second as a part-time tour guide at Buffalo Trace one summer. So oh, nice. While I don't really drink bourbon, I do love the history of bourbon. So yeah, all right,
3: right.
0: That's cool. That's cool. <clears throat> so uh, you always tagline your your motto. You always say, you know, we like our coffee hot and our cases cold. And I love that, by the way. Uh, On my way to work this morning, I heard something that kind of turned my stomach a little bit. Um, Apparently, over the weekend, Hellman Mayonnaise got on Twitter, and they were like, you should put mayonnaise in your coffee.
2: Ew. (laughs) Like,
0: that's my reaction, too. (laughs) Well, the radio DJ, he was on Z Rock Morning Show. I don't know if y'all listen to that. Twitch. Mm -hmm. He, uh. He was running around the office trying to find a packet of mayonnaise to stick in his mm-hmm. He wanted to try it. So oh. he got a hold of one. Now, I don't know if a packet of mayonnaise would have been the way that I would have I, I wouldn't have done it anyway. But he got a packet of mayonnaise and he described it as it looked like if someone popped his it in his coffee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Went on to my it cold in his coffee and, and he didn't have much nice to say about how it tasted so i can't imagine yeah, yeah i imagine it probably tastes pretty horrible but uh my question to you all is when it comes to coffee how do you like your coffee do you all get crazy with it do you just like it black or how do you like it?
1: oh i could not drink black coffee. No, no, I have have coffee have creamer and sugar in it i mean yeah that's the only way to go i don't do a frou-frou like flavored creamer or anything like that but it it's got to have plenty of sugar in
2: it gotcha well if we're being honest i am not a coffee drinker the I coffee know. part came from allison <laughs> No, i prefer yes. a good cup of hot chocolate <laughs> Nice,
0: nice i like it too i um i don't know when i when i first met my wife i remember we went to a restaurant down here in lexington called Doodle's <laughs> And they had beignets. They had beignets. You can get it. it's one of the only places, other than New Orleans, that I know that you can get them from. And uh, I took the leftovers of the beignet, all that powdered sugar and everything like that. And I dumped not <laughs> in my coffee. And my uh, my mother-in-law was like, "You're like Buddy the Elf, you know?"
1: <laughs> sugar syrup, yeah,
0: yeah. candy, yeah. yeah. But, all right. So
1: um, Maggie, Maggie and I have a penchant for uh, Krispy Kreme. Yeah, yeah, I agree with
3: that one. <laughs> uh,
0: so what got you all? What got you two into podcasting?
2: Well, it was weird because um, we taught side by side before I moved schools, and so it was like something that we were always like talking about all these cases and. Allison was like, "I've thought about starting a podcast," and she's obviously really great at like the storytelling aspect. And then, just like one day, we were like, "I think we should do this." Yeah, Yeah, why not? Yeah, why
1: not? Yeah, and and you know, we didn't know if we we would get any listeners beyond you know our friends, yeah, (laughs) family, but it's grown and and we've now like branched out into interviewing family members and law enforcement and oh, that's cool. we even one of our recent cases we i actually had to call the lead detective because we got a new tip for the case so oh. it's super exciting Yeah,
3: that's really cool yeah it is and you can't really go wrong with crime podcasts, too like right That's just something that everybody
2: loves yeah they're so popular
1: Yes, we, get, we do get scared sometimes, though, and yeah. then especially because, like, especially if potential suspects are still, you know, lingering out there in the public. We're like, maybe we won't say their name, <laughs> even if it's in like other documents. We're like, we don't want to die. So yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to not name you.
3: <laughs> Was there a certain podcast that influenced you all? Or it doesn't have to be a crime podcast, I guess. just something that influenced you guys to do it.
2: I would say
1: crime junkie.
2: And I would say that it's like almost kind of, this is bad, but like almost kind of petty because we were like, we could do that better than they do it. (laughs) (laughs) And like, obviously we're not famous (laughs) (laughs) like they are, but I mean... I think we're better than them. If I'm gonna my own I mean, <laughs> yeah. I said,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, we both listen to podcasts like while we're driving. Yeah, and, and I feel like even though there are so many podcasters out there, I I do feel like it's still kind of this untapped territory, mm-hmm. um, where there's so much room for new podcasts for you know, creating friendships and connections with other yep. podcasters, and it's a really great way to, to like, you know, I'm sure you guys do it too, like, speak to your fans on Facebook and yeah. other social media, and it's really cool to, to connect with the people who are listening.
0: Yeah, we try to. Well, we try to. <laughs> we try to. Our, uh, our social media is, I mean, I, we get on there and, you know, we'll promote the new Newest episodes and try to get people hyped about coming to listen. But as far as interaction and everything, it's it's next to nothing, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you'll you reach 20 or 30, 40, 50 of them, and then two will hit a like
3: button, you know. But we're not, we're not doing crime podcasts. Yeah, we're
2: right, not doing right, right. Yeah. <laughs> we also boost some of our um, posts, and that seems to help reach more people. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: We thought about that. Yeah. So, uh, why code cases? Go ahead.
1: I think because obviously the solved case. A lot of people prefer cases that are solved because they want an ending. They want it all tidied up in the end. But number one, that's not life. Um, Number two, I feel like those aren't the cases that need to be like in the public consciousness, like um, us promoting them and getting people to to hear these stories again. And so I think, and I think I speak for Maggie and myself when I say this, but we really do see it as a mission um, because we, we focus on the lesser known cases. We're not covering like John JonBenet Ramsey or Lacey Peterson or, or any of those big cases that people already know about we're covering the ones where it's barely gotten any media coverage and those families deserve answers the same as you know those that have been in the media and so we just really want to get the word out there right and y'all
3: do a good job at it. yeah yeah thank you yeah and since you guys cover the lesser known cold cases and obviously, that brings awareness to the victims, and hopefully, brings it to a close for the victims and their families. And cold cases are, you know, cold for a reason. But how do you all deal with a negativity week in and week out?
0: And by negativity, we, we mean dealing with like another case that's not been solved. Yeah. Yet. You know. You know. Another murder. You know. Do you ever get like that? I don't, that's what we're asking.
2: Well, for me. Like, I love the research part of it, and so I, like, I don't mean to sound cold-hearted, but, like, I focus on that, I give that case as much attention as I can in the time that I'm researching, writing, and recording it, and then to me, like, it's just something else to move on to like I never forget about them but like in my mind I'm just thinking like the more cases we can talk about the better that it is because the more awareness it brings to individual cases so I try not to really think about how horrible like linger on how horrible they all are if that makes think, sense.
0: yeah and negativity might have been the wrong word to
2: use
0: I wasn't sure when I because at first I was like,
2: we do not do negativity very well. I was just
0: wondering, you know, you ever, you know. Hits you in a different way. Um, Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, there are some that it's like um, close to Allison's daughter's age or like this, like maybe reminds us of somebody we taught or somebody in our family. And those seem to stick with us a lot more because they feel more personal to us and especially Mm -hmm. in cases where we do have a lot of family contact. Um, Like I've been in contact with one of our cases, like his father for quite a while. And we still have kind of a contact. So I think that case will always be close to me just because I was so invested in it.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's actually a a great question though to ask.
1: I know early on some of my family were a little concerned (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, are you sure that you can handle this but, you know i mean some of the the classes that maggie and i teach also like we're teaching literature about the holocaust and and that's what i told yeah. my cousin when he when he sent me that message you know asking if i could handle it and i was like you know i figure if i can teach a class about the holocaust i can handle you know telling yeah. these pieces so
3: exactly <laughs> And speaking of teaching, since you guys both are teachers, do you all uh, your students know about it? I and mean, do they listen, or do they even care?
2: Well, I think we promote it. Well, I mean, not promoted yeah. it, but I think we talked more about it. Or at least I did. Like when I taught high school, because they're mm-hmm. like really into podcasting, and then yeah. high kids they're really like you know everything's new to them or whatever but then like recently of course they're all obsessed with TikTok and so they're like "Uh, Miss Dameron do you have a TikTok and I'm like no and I'm like well the like podcast that I host with my friend we have a TikTok through there and they were like you host a podcast and then like the (laughs) next day they were all like it was really weird because I heard your voice on the (laughs) podcast last night and I was like that is really weird (laughs) plus
1: we get like I had one experience where, um, I was doing, this was, you know, after COVID hit. So we were teaching remotely and I was doing a paper conference with one of my students. And, um, at the end of it, she was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, what is it? And she was like, my mom wants to talk to you. And I was like, what about like thinking, you know, it was about her grade or something. And she was like, She listens to your podcast and she's a fan and she wants to say hi.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That that must have been pretty cool, though. Yeah. yeah. I actually worked with one of your past students, uh, Allison. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, looking you all up on Facebook, we have like one mutual friend and I work with her at the hospital. And I asked her, I said, How do you know? You know, Allison, she's like, oh, she was my English teacher back in the day. Like, oh, okay,
1: okay. That is awesome. So,
0: yeah, she had, she said she hasn't listened to it there. So, you know, you can get on to her about oh, that. I
1: definitely will do that. You bet, I'm logging into Facebook right now. I'm going to send a message.
0: All right. So, uh, covering the cold cases or, you know, murders in general, you know, Bad people, they don't discriminate. <clears throat> uh, your first episode was a girl, a teenage girl here in Kentucky, I think just past Berea or in Berea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, after after listening to a few of your all's episodes, I was beginning to see a pattern. I was beginning to see, you know, children, young girls, teenage girls, women. I've, we've even seen, you know, older men and women get captured or murdered or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... uh you know, I am six foot ten. So I, I was sitting there one day and I had just thought this thought and I was like, you know, I don't think I gotta worry about <laughs> just, being, just getting murdered or anything like that. That and then I come across your all's episode, episode forty five with Rico Harris. Oh
1: yeah.
0: And he yeah. was six foot nine, a basketball oh, and oh, 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 oh yeah, Harlem Coach. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, and he oh. just disappeared. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, my goodness, I guess that doesn't matter.
1: Yeah,
3: That's because right. I'm not going anywhere. You know, 16, me. like, I don't think anybody would want to mess with you being that big. Right.
1: I figure the more Krispy Kremes I eat and the more weight I gain, the harder it would be. Yeah, the harder it would be for them to move me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, a funny story about Krispy Kreme, back in the day, Jeff and I... Uh, a few of our friends, uh, on the weekends anyway, we'd go around to uh, the gas yes, station. Well, stations. it's changed now, and it probably changed because of us. <laughs> but uh, oh, no. Krispy Kreme would deliver the fresh donuts at midnight. <clears throat> so we'd show up about 11.45, mm-hmm. talk to the gas station attendant, and they would let us take all the old Krispy Kreme. Yeah, do oh, <clears throat> <throat> We walked out with like
3: six or yeah, i say five or six boxes. Yeah. Does of donuts
0: and uh, yeah, they've changed their <laughs> <laughs> That
1: was pretty smart, actually. Yeah, I wish I'd known that in college. I, know.
3: <laughs> I mean, nothing better than free donuts. That's right. All
1: right.
0: So uh, I know you all said in your in your hundredth episode that you all don't necessarily have a favorite episode because you know you want to treat them all as your, you know. Right. Should respect all the families and everything. But was there one that was tougher to cover than the others, either because the suspects or the material, it was tougher to find or anything like that?
1: I mean, we've got the lesser known cases, just in general, are tougher mm-hmm. to find information on. But in terms of the content, I would say the hardest one for me was the Dardene family murder, um, just because that involved a woman who was pregnant, um, but she was beaten so savagely that she gave birth. Oh. And then the killer killed the newborn
2: as oh, well. Wow.
1: I mean, that's something where, like, I can't imagine. Like, I, I always tell my husband, I'm like, you know, I would have to, like, barricade myself behind like I don't know maybe four doors and then I would know that they're coming after me and then I would like be able to shoot at them but I'd probably have to go to therapy. <laughs> yes. so, like I can't imagine killing anyone anyway. But then when I read that it like took it to a whole other level for me. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. Um
0: I was listening to one that actually almost I might I might have had a tear with them uh, listening to it, you all you played audio of talking to a suspect's mother oh yeah that one on, on a construction site or something yep. Yep. What got him with a bobcat is that what it was yeah. yep and to hear the mom talk I, I think i think i did shed a tear i was like oh my god mm-hmm. i, I gotta quit
1: listening to you <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was the Joseph Miranda case. Yeah, and
2: she that yeah. case is the only one we've done like where we've had a family interview for the show. Mm-hmm. Um and part of that was because like you said that one was really mentally taxing. Mm-hmm. Um like I was weeping on the interview and then like I listened to it after and I still cri- like I still cried and I mean, I guess it just there's a difference which this is what we talk to our kids about at school, there's a difference between talking to someone face-to-face or even over the phone or the computer versus reading what they have to say when it's, Mm -hmm. like, through a screen. It just hits Mm -hmm. different when you can hear it in their voice.
3: Yeah. That was going to be my next question, is how do y'all do the research? I mean, is it, like, online books? Or do you have to, like, I don't know, like, talk to police to get information?
2: Well, it varies, because if it's, like... Um, a more widely covered case, we can get most of our information, um, you know, from different Google searches, which we always try to use, you know, like newspapers or news articles and things like, or the History Channel, like things that are reliable. Um, We have been trying to, in some cases, like... Once we get done with research, when we're first starting, kind of reach out to family members and say, like, you're covering your blah, blah, blah's case. Is there something you would like to say? Is there anything that you need to clear up? Like that kind of stuff. But if it's one that there isn't a lot of research on, then we rely heavily on contact with the family. Where Al has done a really great job about um, contacting detectives and, and private investigators and a big bunch of stuff like that. which I really didn't think they would be interested in talking to us, but they
1: are. So
3: that's good. Yeah. Some
1: some cases have a lot more like sometimes we run into, and I know this happens to Maggie as well, especially once we start interviewing family. I mean, we'll have have done all of the research into the credible sources that we can Mm -hmm. find. And then we end up having to postpone that episode for weeks and weeks because we're trying to get, you know, other interviews done. And I mean, you guys know a uh, podcast oh, yeah. is very time consuming. <laughs> yeah, it
0: is, it so
1: is. I'd say we spend about, I don't know. What would you say, Maggie, 20 to 30 hours a week?
2: Probably. Oh yeah. Easily. Yeah. I mean, if you like, if we, if I procrastinate, which I'm really <laughs> great at doing, <laughs> <because> <laughs> I do research. It's like, if, if I wait until the last minute, I'm researching for at least two days. Like, the entire yeah. day and writing it takes a while too because it's i feel like for us we try to do more of like um it's more of a story and we try to give all the background information and whereas like some podcasts that cover true crime they just go straight into like the details of the case so mm-hmm. our episodes are a lot longer but i feel like we kind of develop that story a little bit more yeah right
3: that's a better picture yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was actually going to be another question which you kind of started answering like dealing with the families, like because it's got to be awkward to call them up and ask them, like, has anybody ever gotten like really mad at you? Or,
2: well, like, I'm super sensitive about things, anyways, and especially when I can't tell your tone. So, if you're like typing to me, um, then I am way more sensitive. About things like that, but there's like been a few family members who have said things that we've reported were wrong because the newspapers got them wrong, and they're mad at us. And I'm like, well, we don't work there, so I can only report like what they report. And if you don't get back to me when I ask you questions to clarify things, then like that's kind of on you. And then there's been some family members that have reached out to us and been like, I can't believe that you wouldn't contact me that this case is coming out. Like, you know, this really upset my day. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but, and I respect that, and I'm sorry that that happened, but Allison and I have also talked about, like, crime junkie or morbid, do not reach out to the victim yeah. families the way that we do and say, like, hey, just so you know, we're covering blah, blah, blah's case today. I mean, we try to make that effort, but this podcasting is a second thing for us. It's not, mm-hmm. like, our main jobs, and so sometimes right. it's hard to dedicate that time to, ensure i guess that we're letting people know in in advance yeah And in maggie's defense the the one
1: time that that happened where a family member didn't know that it was coming out um it was because it was the daughter of the victim and she has been very kind and gracious in mm-hmm. our conversations with her since that um but maggie couldn't find her name in the research because she was underage at the time uh, and so i mean it it wasn't that you could, because I know Maggie and she would have tried to, to reach out, you know, had she had that name, but, right. but yeah, but most of them are, I mean, I, to kind of, well, I mean, I just cold reach out on Facebook if I can find a family member and just, yeah. you know, introduce myself and say that we want to cover the story. And I say, I would love if, you know, you'd be willing to speak with us about you know your loved one's case, um, and I, I make sure that I've done the research ahead of time. Yeah, and I know Maggie does too. So that way, like I know several that I've spoken with, they were they basically said any podcast who has contacted them before, um, which isn't many because again we cover the ones that that aren't really out there. But right. they're like you know, they just kind of said, "Hey, tell us what happened." Instead, you know, I'm saying, "Hey." I read in this one article that, you know, this person was a potential suspect, but I read in this other article that here's this conflict, you know, where where is that in your mind? And then they're like, oh my gosh, you know, you've done the research. So they're a lot more willing to talk.
2: Yeah. Or like you can say in this article, it said that the car went over the embankment at blah, blah, blah. But in another article, it says something else. And then they can clarify just small details like that too, which is nice.
3: Yeah. Now have you ever guys thought about talking to the incarcerated people and ask them why they did, or is that like too much?
2: I'd be scared. Yeah, that's <laughs> not ever anything I've really thought about doing. We've I've listened to um we actually like um did a promo for another podcast where that's what he does. Yeah. Okay but I'm too big of a baby to do that. Yep, same. <laughs> same. That was just a
3: thought, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it would be really cool if I was brave enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be your, your guys' next
1: venture. Podcast number two.
3: I mean, I know some people that work at the jail, so they might let us in. <laughs> We've got <an> yeah. <laughs> them there's in. There's
0: another podcast. <clears throat> I don't ever listen to one of the true crime podcasts, but uh, we met we met them. We're part of the Lexington Podcaster Group. And uh, they met up. that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. A thing. yeah. Bunch of nerds getting together. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> we met up, uh, what, about a month ago or so yeah. at Goodfellas on, down in the distillery district.
1: That's the pizza.
0: Mm. Yeah, yes, it is. We ate some lunch and met, uh, I forgot his name, but he hosts uh, <clears throat> the Murder Police Murder Podcast. Police. And he was actually a cop for 26 years. Yeah. And he has the investigators, the detectives, the uh the crime scene investigators all come on to his podcast and they give you all the ins and the outs that you don't necessarily get from T V or different things like that. It's it's pretty cool to hear them talk, yeah. And to hear the steps that they take to to capture or to apprehend the the assailants and
2: What's his name david david lyons yeah,
1: yeah i just looked him up yeah so well it's funny my principal was just telling me about his podcast because he is friends with my boss
3: oh so, okay yeah. It's, it's, he's, it's yeah he's super nice too like i think he was i think he was talking to somebody about doing a crossover episode yeah we're at a good fellow, so maybe you guys can yeah team up with him up with him yeah yeah yeah, uh, him and his wife—they do it,
0: and they—they they say they have a blast. So.
3: Yeah.
0: But. Yeah, that's apparently, cool.
3: apparently they, they have a staging area. Yeah. If you go to their wherever they do the podcast, so I think you get fed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm doubly into food.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well,
0: boys, I only got a couple more questions for you. What do you think the future of podcasting looks like? Like you already touched when we first started that you know you listen to so many and it's still feels like an untapped media source but it's it's becoming so much more popular what what do you think the future of podcasting is going to be looking like
1: that's a fantastic question i think this is one of those things where like before we started our podcast I would listen to them but I had no idea like what went into it and mm-hmm. and it is so much more than just the podcast itself mm-hmm. um so I think that's I guess a tough question for me to answer just because it's you know even though I, we're in podcasting I, I don't really know if I know a whole lot about it we're just kind yeah. of like winging it playing it yeah. out here um though I do think that I have seen recently a lot of crossover between um, like podcasting and like an, a video element on, say, YouTube. Yeah. I think those are two different audiences. So I think there might be, you know, more crossover there in the future.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten some people on YouTube. You know, I think I found you, Allison. Uh Yeah. Super Podcast Nation, is that what we were in? I've yeah, asked yes. uh, local Kentucky podcasters to drop a link, and you did so. And, you know, I've been hosting your show yeah. ever since. But, yeah, uh, I had one person in particular reach out to me and ask me if I preferred audio over video. And I was like, yeah, I said audio all the way. I said, because I don't necessarily always have time to sit down and, and watch a video. Yeah. You yeah. know, it kind of looked, they kind of frowned upon that at work, you know? Yeah. I, I can have a earbud in and have someone popping in my ear the whole time. And that's totally different. But if I'm sitting there just staring at the phone, then, you know, it kind of gets frowned upon.
1: <laughs> Plus, listen, I, I'm i sitting here in my pajamas.
2: So that's True. much better for me than having to get all, all ready for a video.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> And I know like a lot of true crime podcasts, they'll do videos as they record so that like you get the reactions and things like that, which sometimes I think would be really cool for us because we don't know like the story as it's being told to us. But then it's the great thing about doing this. I mean, there's four of us and we're not all in the same room. Right. that's what's really convenient because it was easier when Allison and I worked together because then we could just, like, stay late after work, which we always did. But now (laughs) it's a little harder because we're, like, having to find somewhere in between our houses to meet and things like that. So, it's nice that we can record separately but together. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. By the way, I just actually
2: clicked
0: on y'all's TikTok today,
2: too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. We've got some goofy ones on there. That's, that's, yeah. it's, it's hard, because we haven't been posted on there in a while, and, like, I'm sure you all know, like, it's hard to do the podcast each week, and then do your actual job each week, and then find time to post on social media, and find time yeah. to, like, do all these TikToks. So, TikTok has kind of fell to the side a little bit, because we've been so busy, but you know, I not
3: so I can come up with enough content to do it.
2: No, oh, I know.
1: I have a friend who is a true crime podcaster, and um, they basically became TikTok famous, and that's how they grew their podcast. So, oh, that's awesome. I'm not saying it mm-hmm. happens to everybody, but they had a video go viral, like millions of views, and it translated to like something. I think they're up to like 500,000 listens cool. on their podcast now. So, yeah.
0: What a go? Maybe we should try it.
1: Yeah, yeah, seriously, <laughs> yeah. Get those, get those TikTok videos ready, guys. You would at least have one follower. We would follow you. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> their, uh, their video, was it podcast related or was it just being yeah, funny? They were, they
1: were talking about the content of, uh, of one of their episodes. Okay. But they used the trending
2: hashtags.
3: That's, really,
1: that's the key.
3: That's what
2: we're yeah, going to do. That's what yep. we're going to do. And the yeah. songs that are trending, but with the volume yep. turned all the way down. That's right. All the, tricks of the trade. Basically, <laughs> you need to be friend a 12-year-old. Yeah. So they yes. can tell you all about yes. how to become TikTok famous.
3: Yep. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so, uh, what's the future for coffee and cases?
2: Oh, that's. I feel like we have so many... Dreams for coffee and cases. Like yeah. I definitely already thought we would be famous. Like I already <laughs> like, I already thought this would be my full time job. <laughs> but I feel like yeah. it changes all the time for us. I think, um, mm-hmm. which I guess is a great thing about it. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. We are launching a Patreon in December, so
1: we might actually make the money back that we spend (laughs) on,
2: you know, all of our audio stuff. stuff. So so we got that going. And, like, if we could pay somebody to actually... If we had the money to pay somebody to edit the podcast, that would be great because that would be, like, a couple hours a week of time we would free up. You don't
0: spend a lot of time editing.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I would say for an hour. it takes like two to three hours of editing. Oh,
0: we edit out all the ums and the dead space and stuff like
1: that. Um, yeah, or like you know, my husband will like I, I record in a closet because the damn thing okay. is down. <laughs> yeah, but, like my husband will open the closet or like. Maggie's dog will bark, or, you know,
2: I mean, it's just, who knows. Or I can't What's read this, open? I can't read what I've written, and I stumble over the word ten times. You know.
1: See, material. Yeah. Keeping a like, real. Like what word, the, 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 the rural word? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: struggle with it. Hey, we can keep that in, because... We're not a crime podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. That was, like, <laughs> laughing during a crime
2: podcast. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Which <laughs> Allison's a lot more, like, she's a bigger perfectionist than I am, and she notices more. Like, I don't notice. Like, I remember when we first started recording, she talked about, was it, was it Brooklyn, the Brooklyn case, Allison, where you're, like, you had to go through and edit out all the times you swallowed, because you said you could oh, hear yes. it. I oh, was my so crazy.
1: Yes. Think, yeah i'm so much more like conscientious of my breathing and, <laughs> and things like that now you wouldn't think you'd think about those things but
3: you yeah know. yeah I, I, like, no, I don't think i've ever even noticed anybody swallowing
1: no i edited them out that's what yeah. you,
0: know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you know this this episode is probably gonna be released right around halloween so you're not going to give anything away. But are y'all going to plan on doing anything special for Halloween? We,
1: we might, might have something in store. Oh,
0: okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I to excited. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, ladies, guys, it's been a pleasure to have you all on the show this evening. Yeah. I know y'all got an episode to record, and I can't wait to do it Thursday, right?
1: Yep. That's it. I'll
0: be there. Ladies, uh, Jeff, you got anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. Ladies, any uh, clues and thoughts or shout-outs or plugs you all want to do? Social media plugs or anything like that?
2: Not for me. I've just had a blast, like, talking to you guys and actually putting voices with names that I've seen pop up in our uh, messages. It's been fun.
0: It's
2: been a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having us
1: on.
0: Oh, yeah so maybe, maybe, we'll you you, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get get you back on another time
1: yeah 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 absolutely all
0: right well ladies you all have a good evening all
1: right bye,
0: you guys too. Bye. bye what's up, everybody? I hope you've enjoyed the show. I just wanted to drop our social medias out there real quick. The moose lounge on Facebook, the moose lounge on Instagram, and the moose lounge one on Twitter, so if you enjoy what we're putting out there, please follow us on all those. And stay tuned for updates. Thank you all.